0: Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We welcome the word of the Lord in the house today. Hallelujah. May he speak to you today. He is a father that would not lie to you. Hallelujah. Glory. The Bible says clearly that the promise comes by faith. The promise comes by faith. So that means you can't say, I tried. The promise comes by faith. That means you can't blame it on somebody else. The promise comes by faith. Hallelujah. Hmm? The only person you can blame it on is yourself. The promise comes by faith. And who are we to say that we have adequate faith to make a promise come to pass? Who's to say our conscience is clear enough that we could even be rewarded of having adequate faith. You know, sometimes we want to blame God for the tragedies in life, when in reality it is our own conscience that says, "Your conscience is like a madman. It will kill you, even though it's inside of you." You would think something that's inside of you wouldn't be so anxious to say you're unworthy or you don't deserve. Hmm? What kind of parasite is that? Hmm? Isn't that a thought? Isn't that a thought? That your conscience (laughs) will sometimes speak the truth even if it kills both of you nothing to do with god except this god says the promise comes by faith forget what your conscience is saying follow me you know the reality is is when the lord says follow me you see we think that means okay well i don't follow my wife or i don't follow my husband or i don't follow this person i don't follow that person The deep reality, when God says, follow me, he means do not follow yourself. What your conscience dictates that you should do. What your conscience thinks is prosperous and the right thing to do and not the right thing to do and based upon what kind of madness. Follow me. Forget what your conscience is saying. Follow me everything in Abraham was saying hey you 100 years old your wife is 90 when you gonna give up this madness 25 years now we've been believing in a son from that woman there was a time when we know that woman wasn't a problem because you had a son by another woman as Ishmael you know but now you're 100 years old. When are you going to give up this madness? You keep following this God. You've been following this God 25 years. Hello. Ain't nobody out there in that desert but you and your conscience anyway. When are you going to give up this madness? Verse 18 says, Against all hope. Abraham believed. Against all hope, Abraham believed. Against all hope, Abraham believed. So Abraham is stuck with this conscience. For 25 years you've been following God and what's the promise? If only some prophet had said it to you, we could say that he was lying. But no, you've got to hear from God yourself. In 25 years, has god been promising you. Huh? And your conscience is probably saying, well, you know, you're not going to find no fault with God, so it must be you. You might as well just die. Hmm? You're almost too old to go back now. And God won't let you let the promise comes through Ishmael That only works for Tamika. <laughs> that might be an inside joke for some of you. Um, So probably back when Ishmael come along, Abraham said, all right, all right, the problem ain't me, old woman, it's you. How we love to blame the problem on somebody else. Because hmm? I had a child. But your conscience saying, but... God won't accept that child. He says it's got to come through that woman. It's got to, Your promise got to come from that place. I don't know which one is the most ignorant. Your conscience or yourself. All these years you've been trying to do the right thing. You've been following God. You left your family. You left everybody. You've been following this God 25 years. We've been eating sand sandwiches. One day you're going to find out your devil is your conscience. <laughs> Follow me. Follow me? No, you following yourself. Follow me. Or sometimes we, our conscience says, we are following God. But it's, it's a God that your conscience has come up with. It, it, it's a God of your forefathers. It, it's, it's, it's a God of your, your Sunday school days. God says, follow me. I said, you're going to be the father of many nations. But your conscience says, right now we only got one nation, and that's Ishmael. <laughs> you're going to be the father of many nations, you're 100 years old. When Abraham was 99, God came and confirmed it with him. And Abraham laughed. Abraham laughed. Listen. Because you get to a place, God, I love you. And i going to follow you. And I'm going to keep believing what you're saying, but I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but I love you so much right now, I ain't going to stop believing. <laughs> God says, no, you're going to have a child. Abraham says to God, God, you got sand in your ears. I'm 99 years old. That woman, 90. She couldn't have children several years ago. Huh? And I'm a father of a nation of nations. By the way, you are his children if you have faith in God. Hmm. Wouldn't Abraham, boy, he's surprised today. All these my children? Hmm? Because if we have faith, then we're like Abraham. We're his children. That's what the Bible clearly says. Hmm. But right now, he's out there with an old woman, the very first Muslim, and a lot of sand. against all hope, Abraham believed. And you must learn to follow Christ. I means you've got to forget what your conscience is telling you. Some of you value your conscience like it's God. Whatever your conscience is telling you, whatever whatever your fears are telling you, whatever ever anything is telling you, 25 years Abraham's believing, but he's laughing all at the same time. Abraham's believing, but he's laughing all at the same time. Abraham is to the place where he's perfectly willing to die of old age. He's willing to die of old age, still believing in God, still believing in the promise, but laughing at it. Against all hope, Abraham believed. Against all common sense, Amen. Abraham believed. Against all evidence, Abraham believed. Against all that his conscience was telling him Abraham believed. Conscience said, None. Because you you tried you tried to make this happen through another woman and another son, so God ain't gonna bless you now, you're cursed. against your conscience. So who's your enemy? Your I enemy mean, is not God. Your enemy is that self-righteous thing inside of you that most of the times don't even like you. <laughs> That's your enemy. <laughs> hmm? You know, the thing that says you're ugly and you're old and <laughs> So Abraham is the father of all that believe. Jesus said in a place, he said to the Jews, do not say that Abraham is your father because Abraham can have children out of these rocks. The ax is already at the tree. Don't say That because Abraham is your father because you can trace it through a bloodline you belong to Abraham because Abraham didn't didn't inherit the nations through a DNA he inherited through faith not DNA see that's the reason some of your prophecies ain't coming to pass you're still trying to inherit it through a DNA you're trying to inherit it through some explainable concept of your conscience that you can say this is why it happened Against all hope, Abraham believed. So he's, God says to the Pharisees, Jesus said, Even these stones, even these stones, not only would these stones praise God, but Abraham can give birth to stones these stones hmm? can you make a child out of a stone you may have a kidney stone <laughs> <laughs> against all hope hmm? and Sarah is better than a stone hmm? yes yeah. Didn't Mary give birth without a husband? Huh? No. Oh. But see, you, you, you want to you blame somebody else. And most time, your conscience is blaming you anyway. But you want to blame somebody else. This is the reason it ain't happening. This is the reason it ain't happening. See, you want to blame somebody. And then you want to blame yourself. And then you want to blame God. But the promise comes by faith. And see, that was the example to us. Because see, in order for Abraham to give birth to us, it had to come by faith. And it had to come to a place when Abraham had no more hope. Against all hope, Abraham believed. That's when faith is at its purest. When you ain't got nothing in you. You can't even say it accidentally happened. All hope is gone. All hope is dead. Your conscience says, You stupid! But the Spirit of the Lord is still bearing witness inside. No. 25 years he's been following God, nothing's happening. And he's supposed to be the Father of Nations. By the way, how come Noah's not the father of nations? Noah was before Abraham. Why is Noah not the father of nations? Isn't that an interesting question? Huh? You know, why isn't Seth the father of nations? Why isn't Noah the father of nations? We, we, we all come over on the boat. How come he's not the father of nations? Oh, wait a minute. The last we heard of Noah, he was in a drunk in a cave cursing his grand- grandchildren. That might explain why Noah's not the father of us all. Because huh? he became the last we read of Noah. He's a drunk in a cave, coming out cursing his grandchildren. Hopefully, by then he's put some clothes on, because evidently he liked to get drunk in the nude. So if you like to get drunk in the nude and, you know, curse everybody, maybe maybe you're Noah's children. You know, Noah blessings for you. (laughs) you. So if you like it, get drink, you get drunk and take your clothes off, you know. Just, all right. And maybe curse your grandchildren, your wife, your dog, your, everything, and you're know, your pastor, your prophet, you know, just throwing those in there. You know, they're the reason. No, you the reason. And if you just be still for a minute, your conscience would confirm it. <laughs> but let's get back to the living Mm. (laughs) against all hope Abraham believed I don't know about you but you know God has made a lot of promises to me some of them have come to pass some of them they haven't come to pass yet and some of them, they're so, they're so out there that I almost want to laugh when God reminds me. Hello. I can still walk a straight line, so I know it's not ignorance. <laughs> My conscience is telling me to give up. But something in me says to God don't lie. And something in me tells me it has nothing to do with how righteous I am, Because it was credited to Abraham as righteousness because he believed God even when his entire inner being did not believe in God. Against all hope Abraham believed and became the father of nations. The father of us if we believe, otherwise Noah is our father. But you know, I, I discovered something. This is most interesting. See, to, to have faith, you've got to put your whole self, all your strength has got to go into this. Your conscience is not going to always be with you. You've got to put your whole strength there. Because your conscience is, it can be a bit of a nerd, it can be a bit of a coward. It can be a a, a bit of sacrimonious, religious, you know. It's it's all those things, you know. You know, it's always saying, "Huh? Well, maybe if you smoke some ganja, you could get this up, you know. You could do this thing, you know." (laughs) To have faith doesn't come from you comes from God who is speaking to you so it's beyond you has nothing to do with your age your wrinkles has nothing to do with any of that has nothing to do with the old woman that you're blaming all the problems on Hmm? yeah you're blaming somebody it's Sarah's fault it's this one's fault it's that's fault you know this one's fault you know the Prophets lying to me, the preachers lying to me, everybody lying to me. I'm the only righteous one on earth.
1: <laughs> hmm.
0: in everybody please feel free to change the gender if it fits you <laughs> that's why no promise come to pass for Noah that's why he's not the father of many children of nations but see and let's go back to this Against all hope, Abraham believed. How can you believe, that's verse 18, the next verse. How can you believe when you have no hope? Boy, it sounds like it'd be painful. How can you believe if you have no hope? Against Against all hope. I mean, you, you ain't got no hope. You believe. How can you believe if you have no hope? So hope has to come from somewhere else because... It's not in you. It's not in your abilities, and it's not in the DNA, it's not in anything. Hmm? Yeah. This problem, whatever the problem might be in your life, it's generic, it's, it's, it's DNA, it's, it's, it's this, it's, it's always been like that. Your conscience says you're crazy to keep believing in God. Why don't you go be an Anglican or something where they don't prophesy to you? <laughs> they just say, Thy will be done. But we know Sarah laughed too. But it, where does this hope come from? And here's the thing that I realize there's an ailment. The Old Testament says pride comes before fall. You know what I realize with, with most people? They have a thank you speech prepared. I want you to think about this. Yes, before you laugh too loud and expose yourself. You have you don't give your all because you're saving part of yourself for the... Uh... Thank you. I knew I could do it. Huh. So you can't give all yourself to the promise. You can't give all yourself to God so this thing will come to pass because you you got this thank you speech way. Mm-hmm. you got this... Victory dance. You may have already practiced it. There's something in you on reserve. There's something on reserve. Because you can't wait for this prophecy, this promise to come to pass so you can walk around and stretch your stuff. Because you don't give yourself fully to the promise of God. You don't give yourself as a, as a, a servant of God. You can't you can't be a servant and and you you holding back <clears throat> because you gotta have enough strength to say thank you. You gotta have enough strength so you can stretch your stuff, huh? In fact. The majority of your life is just strutting your stuff. You're just trying to get some stuff so you can strut your stuff. So you don't give yourself fully to God. All your strength is not there. All your hope is not there. James says, you know, you want something, but you, you, you fight, you, you, you curse, you covenant, you do all these things. You don't have because you don't ask God. And when you do ask God, you ask with wrong motive that you may spend it on yourself. Hmm? So like Abraham, there might have been a time in his life when he said, Oh yes, I'm the father of many children. God told me so. Hmm? See, as, as long as you're still waiting to celebrate, you ain't giving your all. Because your whole focus is on celebrating. Huh? Your whole focus is on celebrating. God says, I'm going to give you a new car. Your whole focus is riding around in the car, looking down on everybody else, saying, God is with me. Now think about it. If it makes you comfortable, blame it on somebody else. Noah. (laughs) Let God be true and every man a liar. Against all hope, Abraham believed. 25 years, Abraham still believed. 99 years old, 100 years old. Sarah, 90. Sarah, 90. None bent over None been over. She couldn't even kiss her son after he's eight years old. Because she's down here and the son's up here, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's walk down the road. So here comes the promise alone. Whatever the name of your promise is here comes the promise alone. Here comes Isaac along, right? So Sarah says, Whoo, whoo, I, I had a son. 90 years old, I had a son. After all these years, I had a son. I had a son. I had a son. This part of the story you don't know about, but I'm going to feed you in on the rest of the story. Abraham said, Woman, let's have another one. <laughs> God did it once, he can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you say, where does it say that? Where does it not say that? You know. So, we just ab-libbing your head a little bit. So, you know, here comes Isaac along, you know, and everybody says, hey woman, Let's make another one. Sarah, look at him. You stay away from me. It took 25 years to get birth to that one. <laughs> you leave me a, You leave me the. Uh, you know, alone. <laughs> Abraham, he feeling like a peacock. Now he wants to make more. He said God gonna make me the father of many nations. Lord, hmm. Everything in my conscience saying. My conscience gets embarrassed by me sometimes, you know. My conscience says, where are you getting that at? That ain't in the Bible. <laughs> well, it might be. Anyway, Sarah says, not me. Nah, you stay away from me, Abraham. <laughs> you stay away from me. I'm pregnant 25 years. <laughs> you you just stay far away from me. Evidently, Abraham said, no, come on, baby. Let's make some more. So Sarah finally dies. So Abraham marries again. Has six more, you know. Boom, 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 boom. Huh? He, he, over 100 years old, but he's still producing, you know. Huh? some of you are still young and you can't get one promise out huh? Abraham says I'm ready God none did it ain't no turning back now because he's done the impossible in my life I ain't backing up no more But see, some of you have been practicing that speech before you ever. <laughs> now, we could kind of see that there. You know, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Here's a man that wasn't having children. And maybe Sarah was some of the problem. Oh, Lord, the women going to hate me now. Uh, because, you know, Abraham did have Ishmael and so maybe, you know, she was some of the problem, but here's the thing. Nothing can be your problem if you have faith. Whoa. And here's the thing. There's some people, they with you up to that first promise comes to pass. But after that, they ain't got no more strength. But see, nothing does not stop faith. You can't blame it on nobody else. Wow. Now you may not have never thought about this again, but reasoning says the problem was Sarah. Because Ishmael was quite a few years older than Isaac. Had no problem. So the problem was not Abraham. And after Sarah died, after he has another wife, six more. So the problem was never Abraham. Everybody see? was Sarah. But here's the thing. here's the message today: Can't nothing stop you if you have faith And that which took the most out of you is what makes you the greatest. That which almost killed you. That which was against all odds and you did not give up on God. That is what made you. Because out of all the children that Abraham made, he says, no, it's that one. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So it wasn't from Ishmael's mother who was quite fruitful quite fast. And it wasn't from the the other wife. It was from the thing that took all of his faith to believe. And I know you don't like to think about 25 years. You don't even like a prophecy for 25 days. (laughs) <laughs> I might be included. But that's because we don't believe. Wow. Because here's the thing, you know, we get to this place, as I said before, we get to this place where we have this thank you speech all backed up and ready to go. So we don't give our all. Because we've we got this reserved place where we're going to say thank you very much. But it's also a place where we say, "Huh, I ain't gonna believe too much and be embarrassed by this." If you got a safety clause to your faith, I- I'm not gonna believe too much, just in case God don't come through. Hmm? See that? That's right there with the thank you speech. it's right there with the speech the apologetic speech that you have on reserve well you know I I thought it might be God but in my discernment I realized that wasn't God talking see I know the Lord's voice you know how many blessings is buried under that bowl Hmm. To believe in God. Because he says he'll never put you to shame. So walk on the water, Peter. You try to save your life, you're going to lose it. And we know that we do some ignorant things that has no hope of, of you know, anything of longevity of life. We're some of the strangest people on earth. When we're young, we'll smoke anything. We'll pop anything in our mouth. Until they try to make us take a shot in our arm. (laughs) Now we're worried about the mark of the beast. Something they say might could save your life. You were smoking things and chewing on things and swallowing things that you knew. Uh-uh. pink elephants and yellow submarines but when it comes to God you have the thank you speech or the get out of jail free speech you know hmm you're afraid to believe with all your heart. Hmm? I, I, you know, you don't go around telling everybody because they could hinder what you believe, you know, especially if it's out there somewhere, you know. But but you're not willing to sacrifice everything because that's what it takes. Because there's not some things, some prophecies and some promises God gives you, there's no there's no evidence other than. Your faith and your good sense is not for you anymore. <laughs> really? Huh? Really? See, our good sense is still quarreling. I'm gonna get saved by you. <laughs> They killed some Jew on the cross and he's going to save me. Going to come back as a ghost and save me. You, you can't have good sins and have God. Because <laughs> uh, the very beginning, the very foundation of this thing is out there. That somebody that died 2,000 years ago is the Son of God and He loves you. And he's coming into your life to give you a better life. And he did not come to condemn you, but he came to save you. He did not come to put you down, but to pick you up. He did not come to put you out, but to put you in. Something your mama never believed in. Something your daddy never believed in. Something you never believe in. You don't even believe you can get out of your own jurisdiction of your environment. You don't believe you can get out of your own bad health. You don't believe you can get out of your own bad mind. You think that's it? You just accept the addiction in your life. You accept everything in your life. Because your good sense tells you, Hey, we tried this. Just give it up. Yes. I know you're a boy in the bathroom, but you're a girl outside as well as to give it up. That's the way it is. Huh. Huh. I know you got a millionaire's taste, but you're poor, and you're always going to be poor. You can blame somebody up. but that's not the problem. That's not the problem. Against all hope, before against all hope when there's not much hope and eh, let me get out of here let me give up on this because this looks like it might embarrass me if I keep believing hmm. this looks like it might put me to shame this I, I wanted to give a thank you speech not an apologetic speech hmm. Because sometimes we don't tell people what God has told us because we don't want to look bad. Now, I'm all for not telling everybody because some people just, they just, they're going to laugh at you, make fun of you, all those things. Yes. And you know it's bad when you're laughing at yourself. (laughs) That's what Abraham did when he was 99 years old. He laughed at himself. What madness am I listening to out here in this desert? This sun is just really getting the best of me, you know. Because I felt like the son said, i going to be the father of nations. i going to be the father of scorpions because I'm going to die and they're going to eat me out here. <laughs> what what madness is this? But that's what faith is. And maybe in the beginning, you know, the Lord says some things and says, so, okay, okay, okay but he's getting you to begin to believe in him but sometimes that promise that comes by faith sometimes you ain't got nothing but faith God said and I serve God God said I don't serve myself be easy for me to quit right now and give up be easy for me right now to back up Hmm? Yes. Be easy right now. Yes. For me to go out and make a child by another woman. Hit Sarah in the head. Lay the baby between her legs. And you lay down in the other bed and act like you're asleep. And Sarah wake up. Abraham, the Lord gave me a baby. What? I don't believe it. That's why my wife needs a vacation for me every now and then. <laughs> 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 you will blame it on everybody, but listen. That's what faith is. It's trusting God. Trust in God because you love him, not because you you're thinking about a thank you speech you're gonna give. Trust in God because you love him, not thinking about what you're gonna do if this don't work out. I know what it's gonna do if, I know what I'm gonna do if my promises don't work out. I'm gonna die and I'm gonna go to heaven and I'm gonna see my father and I'm gonna be happy. Because I know somewhere along the line, the only reason that didn't work out with my lack of faith. I made up my mind a long time ago. I'm not gonna give nobody else power over my life except God. Now let me explain that. I'm not gonna let anybody else be the excuse of why I am not blessed. Not my environment. Not, not, my, not my wife. Not my children. Not my church. Not nobody. Nobody else is going to... I'm not going to give you that power where I can say, the reason I'm not blessed is because of you. Because my Bible tells me not to do that. I'm not going to give nobody else power. I'm not even going to give my own mind power over you. Listen, God said... Against all good sins. I don't care. Once I believe God has said something, I am gonna hold on to that. I'm not gonna let nobody else have power over it. Hmm? Nobody else. I'm not gonna let the police have power over it. I'm not gonna let oh the rally have power over it. I'm not gonna let the virus have power over it. I ain't gonna let nobody have power over it. I refuse to say That's, that's so wimpy. Lord, is this woman you put here with me? Hmm? Lord, is my boss. That's the reason I'm not blessed. Lord, it's because everybody at the workplace is jealous of me. See, as soon as you say that, you give people power over you. Hmm? Give people power over you. Yes? And some of us, we have a long list of people we want to kill and blame because. We who we are right now. But this story by itself proves it. Sarah was the problem. But Abraham's faith says, woman, you're getting pregnant whether you want to get pregnant or not. I don't even know if you got a womb, you're going to get pregnant. Hmm? Hmm? Now she had that one. She says, Honey, let's have another one. She said, no, I'm ready to go meet the Lord. Okay. You go on, I'll meet you up there in a while, but I want to make some more children. I hope your uh, vocabulary of faith goes beyond making children today. That's not the, that's not the um, objective of the message this morning for you to go out and make babies. <laughs> yeah. You must not, you know, Don't blame everything on the pastor, you know. You go out today and, you know, some romantic encounter, you said, the prophet said, make them. I never said that. Don't say I said that. No. We're just using that as an example of what God has promised to you. And so we find, we, find some, we find some issues here, other than just the fact that you may not fully believe, but we find some issues here. A, you're too quick to blame it not coming to pass on somebody else. You have a thank you speech. You have a Pentecostal dance in reserve. So you're not putting your whole heart into it. Huh? or an apology and I hope you can I hope you can embrace the revelation of this thank you speech in reserve it's like this let's just say a a runner or an athlete Let's say a boxer that has pride we know that when these athletes and all they get pride about what they're doing they think I don't have to put no effort in I just do this and I'm gonna give my thank you speech without any sweat there's always somebody that's hungry you know. Yeah, pride comes before fall because why because this 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 athlete this person has come to a place where they, they just they know they're all of that and and so they don't give their whole self. See if, if you have if you have too much pride in yourself see, Part of you, part of your strength and power is on reserve. You you don't give all when you have a lot of pride in yourself. You don't give all when you just thinking about you know how good you're gonna look when the promise comes to pass. You don't give all. It, it's, it's on reserve. It's like you're sitting there. See you you're in the chair. You won't get up. So you ain't gonna bend your back down to do anything. So you're a terrible servant. You can't even serve your own destiny because you're too big, too busy sitting on the uh, throne of your destiny. Hmm? Sometimes over the years, many years, I've seen many individuals, they'll come up to me and say, the Lord has said that I'm a bishop. Hmm? How many churches you have? Well, I just got one church. So I've learned not to... Embarrass people, so I'd say, "Okay, how many chairs you have in your church?" I wanna ask them how many people they got because you know, usually about nine or ten. How many chairs you got in your church? That's a joke, nobody get that. Yeah. Say, "How many chairs you got in your church?" Cause, say, how many people you got in church? They say, uh-huh, you know, a nine, a twenty, and they and they talking about when they have a Thanksgiving and the neighborhood comes out to eat. You know. <laughs> so I said, "How many chairs you got in your church?" You know, you know. And um, I don't even ask that the chairs all match. You know, just as long as it's a chair. You know. The the point is this. I I, I wouldn't doubt that God has not called you. But you, you, you're holding on to your title so much. Huh? You know, you, you grab on to the title. The title don't make you. Work makes you. The title don't make you. Believing makes you. Oh, that's what I want to say. That's what I want to say. So, so you, you read your self-help books and you look in the mirror. You say, I'm somebody... I'm not nobody, I'm somebody, I'm not nobody, I'm somebody, you still don't know who you are, <laughs> I'm, I'm somebody, I'm not nobody, okay, all right, so you're not nobody, but somebody don't really <laughs> identify you, does it, <laughs> anybody know what I'm talking about, so you, you tell yourself, now, one day, one day, I'm going to have the best car. Hello, Satan. One day, I'm going to do this. One day, I'm going to have all of this. See, you're thinking about titles. You're thinking about recognition. You're thinking about thank you speeches. You're thinking about flamboyantness. You're thinking about everybody going, woo. Everybody's going to go, woo at your grave when you ain't doing nothing with your life. in my opinion the day you start giving yourself praise is the day you don't have any praise the only praise you have is your praise yay because you got on reserve see that's the whole thing a faith that does not come by works it comes by grace and you believe you have faith in God against all odds and believe me when you have to have faith you ain't got no time to be rehearsing your thank you speech God is not a liar God will make it come to pass but God will also let you quit God will also let you sink down in the water hmm? and sometimes you ain't got much left but what you do have you give it to God. I'm just, I just want the promise of God. Hmm? And the promise that God made to Abraham to be the father of nations it didn't even come to pass in his lifetime. But, oh, isn't he smiling now. He looks down and sees Shelly and Yandy and he goes, Hey, you got my nose. (laughs) Get those things out of your life and quit blaming God. Quit blaming other people. Jesus says, if you don't praise me, these rocks will praise me. And Jesus says, Abraham could have children from these rocks. Quit letting people be your excuse. And stop thinking about your thank you speech. God is faithful. He will do what he says he will do. And the greatest reward... It's not what other people think about you. Hmm? Because this is the thing. When you get to heaven, you ain't going to find Abraham sitting in there going, one more? Five more? You're not going to see that. You know what Abraham's joy is? I am so glad I was not mad out there in that desert. (laughs) That I was not just talking to myself. Because by the end, you've developed a relationship with God and it don't matter. It don't matter who did what, it don't matter if anybody was better than you, it just don't matter. All that matters is your relationship with God, not your relationship with your public. And your followers, oh my followers, my followers, see. Oh my followers, my followers. Sometimes, you know, you you see somebody on Facebook or something, they're talking about that, or YouTube, and they're talking about, my followers, my followers, my followers, my followers. And they ain't got but 12, you know. And they say, I have something to tell you. You have 12 people following you. Yes. Six of them just don't know how to unfollow yet. (laughs) They push the follow button, they just don't know how to unfollow you. And, and they're talking as if, though, I don't know, they're addressing the nation, you know. You got 12 followers. <laughs> Hello, you're a lunatic. you lunatic. You got 12 followers. Six of them don't know how to unfollow you. And three of them only following you because you're following them. That leaves 3. 2 of them is an accident. And the one true follower is you. <laughs> but you you're dressing my public. God is not a liar. Mm-hmm. Let every man be a liar. Let God be true and every man a liar. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Lord, speak to us today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Speak to us today, Lord. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. 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 Glory Matabaha Saba Ka Sikomomoko First thing, we had, we had a class yesterday. And I honestly don't remember the apparel. We had a class and we had some people on Zoom. And that I did not look at very much. But there was somebody that was dressed in purple and white. The Lord said there was somebody that was in class dressed in purple and white. And I have a word for that person. I'm not going to back up from that. God has a word for that person. I thought that was a bit strange. Help me remember that one, Nicole. So I don't, I don't know if it was somebody sitting in class or on Zoom. I, I don't remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And here's the thing, you know, sometimes, if, you know, sometimes, you know, it's like the Lord has a word for you. He may not give it to you when you when you are ready for it. Because mm-hmm. uh, I thought that was strange. It's just like earlier, the Lord says, I have a word for that person. And I sit here trying to figure out who's dressed in purple and white because I don't remember nobody dressed in purple and white. But I just leave that up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Someone, you have an insurance payment due. Insurance payment due. And you're, you're actually struggling whether or not to, to pay this insurance. You have an insurance payment due. You don't have all the money in the world, but you're questioning whether or not if you want to pay this insurance or not. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who's been pondering on insurance? You know, sometimes one person's pondering is not another person's pondering. The point is, is God is always present. And that's one thing I would love everybody to know. God is always present. You may feel far from God. Yes, that's your feeling, that ain't God's feeling. God is always present. And I don't care, because the Lord comes to save us, He didn't come to condemn us. I don't care how far you think God is from you, He is not far. But you have to have faith. It is by faith we know that. It's by faith you say, Lord, in the midst of all the darkness, in the midst of all the negativeness, in the midst of my own conscience, telling me God ain't near, I know that you are the God that sees all things, hear all things. See that little fight right there? Against all hope. You still believe. Hmm? And God will prove himself faithful. So who is it that has has the insurance? You're questioning about this insurance. Mm Mm-hmm. You've been rattling in, in your mind about making this insurance payment.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Louise House Insurance in August. So why wouldn't she want to pay that? Is she on Zoom? All right. Yes? Hello? Good morning, hallelujah. <laughs> wow. You can put some people on a plane and they're still with you. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Uh, what's your concern about insurance?
2: My health insurance is due since August.
0: Uh-huh. So that's something you should pay, right?
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh So are you saying you don't have the money?
2: I don't have the money,
0: prophet. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. What verse is that?
2: I don't have the money yet. (laughs)
0: All right, I can only say what I hear, right?
3: Yes, my okay. friend.
0: All right, so you have the money, right? But let, yeah. let me let me explain this. I'm, i wanna, I want to, I want to share a revelation with everybody. You know, sometimes you don't have money to make payments because you don't like to pay people.
1: Oh
0: Jesus! I'm talking to everybody right now, Louise. Right? <laughs> You don't like to pay people. You don't like to pay the landlord. You don't like to pay courts. Hmm? You love courts. As, as long as you see that stuff go in the truck, you love them. But you don't love to pay your debts. It just, it just kills you to pay what you need to pay. Rather than be thankful, Lord, I thank you that I can make this payment. I thank you I can pay this person. Because sometimes it's hard for us to let these things go because we're so worried about money. Now, I understand don't get in debt. I understand that. But I just want to address this one little thing because I find this is a problem. Uh, that's what I'm hearing to speak, so I ain't gonna I ain't going to give another speech when I hear this speech. It's like, you don't like to pay people. You know, here it is. You're in a nice house. And this is not necessarily your case. But you're in a nice house and here comes the landlord. You got the money to pay him. But you don't want to pay him. Hell, huh? But you're so glad when the landlord gave you the place, you know. But don't you realize if you don't like to pay your landlord? That when you become a landlord... If if you don't like to pay people when you owe them, then nobody's going to like to pay you when they owe you. So you're cursing yourself. Yeah. The key is, you know, don't buy what you can't afford. But two is, be happy about paying. Yes. Don't scorn your bills. If if these are your bills, don't scorn them. Uh, uh. And we might say an insurance company, but the insurance company employs people. You know, you know, I mean, everybody works for somebody. So I, I want you to hear me, Louise, if you if you receive what I'm saying right now. I'm, I'm seeing this vision. I, I'm seeing this vision of this little goat. Like this little goat trying to get into your house. And you got a fence around your house, right? Is that true? you
1: there?
0: you there? She's there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hello. The I'm there, Huh? I'm here. All right. I see him like this little goat, and it's like he's trying to get in your yard. And see, sometimes sometimes your money is like that. It just has a hard time getting to you and has a hard time getting out. Am I talking to anybody else? Uh, it's just like, it's just like, you know, it it's 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 hard to come and it's hard to go. Huh? See, money is like a river, you, you just, you know, hopefully you can take some in some buckets and put it in savings, you know. And hopefully you don't, uh, you know, try to put out more water than what's coming in. Those are given, right? But, but and this wouldn't be everybody's problem, but, but sometimes you, you, you just, you, you make such a fuss about money coming, and you make about such a fuss about money leaving, and it just causes you a lot of stress. And I see that. I see that around your finances. I see that around your bank. I see that around everything. And the Lord says, it's there, but you must believe. Quit making money. Don't get offended by this. Quit making money, your God. God is your God. And He's the God of all money. Yes, all the money belongs to Him. Right? The wealth of the nations belong to Him. Right? Right? Yes? Yes. Let God be your God. Don't... Because if, if you... If you're more afraid of money than you are God, then God is your money. If if, if you're more... Let's, how do I put this? If, if you're more afraid of money than you are God, then God, then money is your God. Because when you don't have money... Ah, I mean, you have to give money. Uh, and it's just... But in church, it's like, Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Huh? That's not your God. God is your God. In the name of Jesus. Hmm? Yes, Lord. All the finances are going to free up. Yes? Yes. There's money there for that insurance payment.
2: Yes, Lord. <laughs>
0: although God is the best insurance of all but when God gives you something if God gives you amen if God gives you uh, if if God gives you bread he don't give you a stone if you ask for a fish he don't give you a serpent so whatever God gives you it comes with blessings not fears and scares amen amen all right you're gonna Thank call. Your you're going call back and testify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hallelujah! 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 Yeah. Glory! Glory! Do you know if you don't pay people that that you owe, you're cursing yourself? And if you pay them with this frown, huh? Yeah. No, you listen, you you made the deal. You you, you can't you can't scorn the deal. Jesus. Yes, you can't scorn it. <clears throat> you know you get married, you can't scorn it. You made the deal. Yeah. I do. Oh, Jesus. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm mm. hmm Speak to us, Lord. Who needs a word this morning? La Tababuko sama makasiki bikesiki. La daba Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm mm-hmm.
0: in the back on the left my left hmm? somebody's been asking God questions about a guitar in the back on my left about a guitar That's you How's that you but I was asking God because everybody open your heart up God give you a
3: word yes I want to learn how to play guitar right but Every time I try, my fingers feel like it's too big to hold along the um the strings now. So I, I hold it on one on one string. And yesterday I was asking, I was praying, and I was saying, God, I would really like to have my own guitar, but I struggle to learn it because yeah, that problem.
0: Uh huh. So you're gonna blame it? Uh, who <laughs> gave you them big fingers? Your mama? Or your daddy? <laughs> who who gave you them big fingers? I want to know who you're blaming.
3: Oh God, Puffet! Puffet, I ain't blaming nobody. <laughs> I just I was I was going up online, right, and I was searching how.
0: Truth is, your mama and daddy both got big fingers.
3: Uh huh. Is that I mean, true? I think yeah, 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 yeah. Especially my father.
0: Yeah, but your mama got big fingers too. <laughs> is that true? What? I, I see in their fingers. She ain't got no long fingers.
3: No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, she yeah, got yeah,
0: little yeah. short, thick yeah. fingers. <laughs> There it is, right there. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> after the after th- service, call them up and say, "Listen, it's your fault. I can't play the guitar." <laughs> 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 but for,
3: but for the thing about it is right. Um, I went online, right, and I was searching. Um, people with fat fingers playing guitars, right?
0: Oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, um,
0: and and. Uh, just out of curiosity, did you, did you find some people online like you with fat fingers who want to play guitars? <laughs> yes, prophet. <laughs> so you're not alone in the world.
3: <laughs> and they were showing you how to, to, to twist your, um, your finger on the fret, so I could do it now. But I, I tried it, but it was real painful now, prophet, but I think I just need to stick with it.
0: This is what you need to stick with. You need to stick with God. <laughs> <coughs> Amen. And not, not Google. You need to stick with God.
3: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: And say, God, is it your will for me to play the guitar? Are you call me to do that. You know, should I put my time into that? Amen. If God says, yes, I am with you, then Amen. you believe that. And whatever you have to do, I mean, I'm not saying sometimes you can't get some advice somewhere or another, but first of all, you, you have to be rooted in God. Amen. Otherwise, you're going to give up. Once you know God says you can do this thing, yes?
1: Yes,
3: perfect.
0: Mm-hmm. So, first, your commitment, you have to find that commitment with, with Him and get that approval with Him. Why do you want to play the guitar? Um, prophet, I like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but
3: I find the guitar does, it's mm-hmm. almost like, let's give you a different feeling, boy. Mm. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but I like how you could worship with it. So, yeah. It
0: gives you a different feeling, but you've never played one.
3: Nah. <laughs>
0: mm.
3: I pick it up, i i like I will find one chord and just play the chord over and over and sing with it, but they say, well, really play, play,
0: uh-huh. play now. Nah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Mm hmm, but the truth is, you'd like to be able to play many things.
3: Yes, yes, prophet. That's you.
0: That's what God said.
3: Yes, prophet. Not just
0: one thing. You want to play everything.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: oh
0: God. Mm mm-hmm. Yes, prophet. Mm hmm. And 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 that's not entirely wrong, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Lord says he's with you. He will show you how to do it. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Amen. But that's not your greatest love. No. I mean, sometimes it helps to have a... a, I mean, sometimes you, you want things, you don't even know why you want it and your heart even is not there. You know, it's like, you know, you want to do it so people can say, ooh, or oh I'm not talking about you. <clears throat> I'm talking about, sometimes there's reasons why we want to do things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's not really our love. And then we think we're cursed, but the truth is, that's not you. And sometimes you need to be honest with that. But since you love music, I, I heard the Lord say that he, he will be with you with that. But he's just saying that's not your greatest love. But he'll show you how to play it. Amen. Yes. Amen. Enough that you can play old McDonald's or something. Like that. <laughs> no, I, I tease it. I tease it. I tease <laughs> it.
2: Is
0: a sitting in the back here?
2: Anybody.
0: Uh-huh. On the that has insurance to pay, yeah. but you don't have the money. Right. All right. Mm. Would you stand up, please? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so you have insurance to pay, but but you're going to school, so finances are tight, right?
2: Yes, prophet.
0: All right. See. Again. And and I think that's what God wants to point out. You have an excuse. You're going to school. You follow? Everybody hear me? You you see how quick we run to excuses to comfort ourselves. And sometimes we run to excuses before we run to God. Hmm? Do you believe God sent you to school?
2: Yes, prophet.
0: All right. All right, and insurance is for?
2: car
0: the insurance is a monthly insurance
2: insurance is for what insurance monthly policy it's for monthly policy for
0: life what policy no it's insurance for what monthly life policy a life for- life insurance yes. all right all right so it's life insurance because here's the thing we got. If God tells you to go to school, he knows all the other things in your life. If God tells you to do this, he knows all your other responsibilities. Yes? And that's why it's so important to pray and get God's approval about everything you do so that when you run into situations like these, you say, Lord, I, I don't have the money to do this, but I know you told me to go to school. I know you told me to do this and do this and do this, Right? And so, once we do that, then we do not accept excuses, right? We do, not, we do not play around with the excuse, right? We trust God, right? Because when we start to make excuses, it's like, it's like the man at the Bethesda pool. And Jesus asked him a very strange question. He says, do you want to be Healed. I think the man had been there 38 years. You know, he, he wasn't selling doubles. Do you want to be healed? Very strange question. that you would ask somebody that comes there every day. Do you want to be healed? Mm-hmm. See, that means there's got to be something in us. And immediately, the man brings out all these excuses of why. He can't get down in the water because he believes if he gets in the water, he'll be healed. He has all these excuses why. He says, don't have nobody to help me. Right? Don't have nobody to help me. Is that one of your excuses? Don't have nobody to help you? <laughs> no problem. Huh?
2: Actually, actually, I paid the insurance. It was last month. And I was amazed because since January, I did not pay the insurance. And when I went, they told me that um, it was up to date and I was really amazed. But coming down here now, I don't have the money to pay for this month and next month. And then I have car insurance coming up in January.
0: Oh, That's the reason I was hearing the car insurance, because yeah, you're worried insurance, about that too, yes, right? Yes,
2: I'm worried about the car insurance mm-hmm. coming up.
0: All right. So one insurance, it it kind of got paid, but it's coming I up. I don't
2: know how. I All don't right. know how. All
0: right. Uh, we know how. God Thank did. Thank God. Amen. Yes. Um, Sometimes you got to evaluate all the things in your life, find out what you need, what you don't need, right? Let me just say that. But once you know God has told you to do something, then you, you hold on to God. Quit trying to figure out with your head and quit saying it's because of this and it's because of that and it's because of that. Because when you say, I can't pay it, because I'm going to school, it's almost like you're scorning school a little bit or school begins to be the problem. And see, that's going to keep you from being, because next thing you know, you're going to start to make devil deals, somehow or another, to quit school. So you're backing up. And you don't back up. If you know God told you to go to school, what are you going to school for? Say that. Nursing. Nursing, all right. So if you know God told you to do that, you don't back up. Right? You you just talk to God. See what what we do is is and and I'm not I'm not hear me right. I'm I'm not fussing at you or anybody else. I just want to get this point across. What we do is when we run across these little problems, we start to to comfort ourselves and we start to look in the piggy bank and we start to you know feel behind the couch cushions to see you know and we start to say well it's because of this and it's because of that. When we should just run to God and say, Lord, I trust you. I know you called me to do this. I am not doing this all on my own. I'm doing this because you. I believe that you and I come to the agreement, or you told me to do this. And you hold on to that. And all these other things will take care of themselves. One way or the other, they will take care of themselves. Amen? Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 So you you don't have nobody that can help you. Um mm-hmm.
1: uh, I, I don't.
2: You know I'm what I'm trying. asking you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not ready. <trying. laughs> <laughs> Next month. That is from next month.
0: Huh? That's what? From next month. <laughs> <That's what? laughs> from, next month. Uh-huh. from next month? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> nah, listen. Everybody, throw your excuses out today. And trust God. Throw excuses out. Sometimes you might need to take inventory of your life, see what you need in your life, what you don't need in your life. Throw out the excuses. Run to God. Run to God. Even if you can figure out a good excuse, how does that help you have faith? I don't help you have faith. Run to God. Yes? You run to God. You're not alone, you know.
2: No, prophet. I know.
0: <laughs> you trust in God. Thank you. He's going to make it work, right? Thank you. All right. You testify when it happens. Thank last one two, two.
2: <laughs>
0: all right we, ooh, that's four i said last one all right we got two people insurance and two people want guitars oh. Patrina Nicole wants guitars. Where are they sitting? They were sitting over there? Oh, Lord, the whole corner wanted guitars. Huh? Now, isn't it amazing how the people that wanted guitars sit together? Huh? Huh? Just right there, boom! Isn't that strange? This has always amazed me about life. It's always amazed me that many times you can see people with same colors sit together. You can see people with same desires sit together. Yes, if there was two people in here that love to smoke pot, they would sit next to each other. Ain't that true? That's easy. <laughs> I, I just find that interesting. Something is, is so, you realize something's got to be working in there. They're saying, hey, where are we sitting at today in church? I say, let's sit over here. Other, other people want guitars. Let's all sit over here together. Our voices will be louder and we'll be heard. At work today, I guess, glory to God. According to your faith, may it come. All right. All right, two people online, insurance. All right. To save time, let me just pray.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that amazing? Two of the biggest problems insurance and guitars. What's wrong with you? You need insurance or guitar? <laughs> uh huh. And I was
2: watching guitars in the store and I was like, I want to learn how to play the guitar. Uh huh. Isn't that amazing?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. insurance and guitars (laughs) insurance and guitars Mm -hmm. Uh, pot smoker Mm -hmm. I smoke pot, you know that? nice pot of stew. (laughs) Didn't see that coming, did you? Uh See, I was going to see if I had a buddy. I was going to see if I had a fellow pot smoker. So I said, I'm a pot smoker. So I was waiting for you to say, I'm a pot smoker. You didn't fall for it.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Insurance, insurance, insurance. Mm-hmm. Alright, two people online with the insurance. One of the two, it's like you want somebody else to pay the insurance. One of the two, it's like you want somebody else to pay the insurance. Yes? You know and sometimes it's like that we want somebody else to pay it. Listen, if it's your responsibility, you pay it and trust God. Yes? So one of you is like you want somebody else to pay the insurance. Um. You have it, but you just you don't want to spend your money, which is God's money. You have to ask God what He wants to do with that money. The other one
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 The other one, you're going through a state of just freaking out. And both of you you're welcome to um, leave testimonies. The other one, you just you're just almost freaking out. But you're freaking out about a lot of things. There's a lot of pressure in your life. God is removing it from your life right now. You're removing all the pressure from your life. Listen, insurance ain't no problem. God can take care of that. Hmm? Insurance ain't no problem, you just you're just stressing out too much. Huh? And one of you is concerned about a child. Quit being concerned about the child. God said the child's going to be okay. Amen? Hallelujah. Yes, Nicole, come. What a beautiful day this is. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen, this week, I want to put something in your spirit this week. You know, uh, you might have in your arm an antivirus thing. I want to inject something into your spirit today, if you'll let me. Yes. Um, This is an anti-blaming spirit. This week, when you find yourself wanting to do something, and you say you can't do it because, the Holy Spirit is going to talk to you. And say quit making excuses and trust me. Quit making excuses and let me be God. Hmm? Let me be God. Hmm? Do you receive that? In your spirit this week, you know. Because and some of you you have more tendency to do this than others. Because you got a whole. I mean, everybody's to blame. You just got a... You just, it's just it's some habit you got into a long time ago, and, and you just everything. You know, you know everything is not your fault. You know, it's somebody else's fault. Huh? Yes. You do not belong to Noah. You're not a naked drunk cursing your grandchildren. It's not your father, right? Your father's Abraham. And if Abraham could have done it so long ago, you can do it. No excuses. Don't accept them. You know, and don't always mean it's going to work out the way you want it. But listen, I ain't making no excuses. And don't give nobody else power over your life. Don't say, well, I'm not happy because of you. Hello. It's a choice. Don't give people that power over you. Only God should have power over you. Amen? Amen. Have a very blessed week.